Welcome to another edition of It's Raining Mets. I'm CBS 21 meteorologist Steve Knight, along with... Meteorologist Stacy Hanrahan. Hey, Stacy, how are you doing? I am doing well. It is a Friday. Yeah. And I have Monday off, and the mistakes that I have made in my brain that have come out of my mouth this morning so far... I need a vacation day. They can all be chalked up to what, of course, was another long week, another long weather week. Of course, you and I, just full disclosure, we're doing this remotely. We're about mm, we're about 15 miles apart right now. <laughs> but, uh, Far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in our separate little areas of the world as we continue, to, of course, to stay safe here in this uh, age of COVID. So, but it's been kind of cool. We've been able to figure out a way to continue doing the podcasts uh, while we're all kind of in our own little workspace and our own little work area. So it's it's been good, and it's been fun to kind of keep it going here with uh, all members of the team. It's uh, Let's see, you were on the podcast earlier this week. We did one just before the snowfall. Right. Uh, prior to that, it had been a little while. So now that we're getting better at doing this remotely, we hope to have you on more and more and more. That would be fantastic. I know. I hate being left out. Yeah, and it gives you a break from some of the stresses of your week. I always say that the weather office, the weather world is like my happy place. Yeah, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, and I think a lot of our viewers slash listeners, they know that you wear some different hats at the station, one of which is assistant news director. So you've got a lot going on uh, behind the scenes during the week when folks might not see you on air. Trust me, she's there. Oh, um, well, I'm here. Oh, yeah, uh, 10, 11, 12-hour days. <laughs> <laughs> the phone you never stops ringing. For our newsroom, you know I'm here yeah. because you either yeah. hear me or exactly. you see me or you get an email from me every other minute. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, let's talk about this snowstorm that went through uh, this past week, this snow slash sleet storm uh, that went through uh, this past week. And, you know, I have to say, um, by and large, you know, it's never going to be perfect. But for the most part, it did kind of play out the way that we thought it would going into it. You know, it sure did this time. Yeah, this time. That's that. That is that is the key. <laughs> this time. Yeah. You know, we had felt uh, based since the weekend, and you know, we'll, we'll start with credit to Ed Russo because he's the one in our discussions, our internal discussions that we were having over the weekend. Emails flying around. What what does everybody think? He was the one that initially brought up this idea of some some mixing, some sleet mixing in, and uh, potentially cutting down on snowfall totals and. We never really wavered off that because there was a lot of evidence um, that led us to believe that some of the models um, that a lot of folks were either posting online or or using uh, were uh, just overselling this a little bit and not really taking into account the fact of where this low would set up along the coast and dragging in warmer air. Right. That was definitely one of the biggest factors because there are others, which we'll get into. Yeah. That was definitely, I think, the biggest factor. Yeah. And, you know, look, snowfall prediction, we say this all the time. It's unfortunate that it's the thing that, that everybody pays the most attention to, and with good reason, other than, you know, a tornado, uh, a hurricane, that kind of thing. I mean, you know, in day-to-day life, it's one of the most disruptive things that we can deal with weather-wise. And people get, you know, really excited about it days ahead of time. They either dread it, they love it. People have opinions on it, and everybody wants to know how much are we going to get. And telling you folks, it is extremely difficult to predict snowfall totals, not only for you know a region this large, but everybody wants to know how much snow they're going to have outside their window when they wake up the next day. <laughs> you know, 
exact address, <laughs> right? Yeah, right down to the address. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's really difficult. And you brought up, uh, you know, lots of factors, one of which is the liquid ratio. And what that basically, without getting too far into the weeds, what it basically means is how much liquid will equate to how much snow. Right. And it's really hard. And there are different ratios uh, for different storms. There's different ratios for different areas of the country. Um, in a much drier climate like out west, they use a different uh, snow to liquid ratio for like snow in the Rocky Mountains than they would here. And different models use different snow to liquid ratios. So it's correct. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, you'll yeah. People have heard ten to one or seven to one right. or you know it can get as high as you know we're talking twenty to one yeah. snowfalls and um, I, it's it's. A lot of the models actually were not taking it into account uh, at various levels, I guess. Yes. You can say it that way. Yeah. So if one model is just, they're just going to stick to 10 to 1 and that's it, ah, then you're, you yeah, know, you're, looking you're, down you're playing with you fire know, the wrong bit. hole there. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's it's difficult because and, and the other thing too is the models they, they yo yo back and forth. So like over the weekend, the model that was really buying into the potential for I wanna say the highest I saw of the weekend was like twenty, twenty one inches. That was the European model. And the European model has a, a pretty good reputation. Uh, for good reason. It's done pretty well. Meanwhile the American model was a little bit less. Fast forward, like the last model runs before the storm actually got here. The European had actually dialed back, and the American model had, had flip-flopped and gone crazy. So, you know, it's <laughs> you difficult. know, my, you, oh, you know that I'm a fan of the American model, yeah, right? Right, yeah. Stacy has uh, some usually some choice words for the American model that cannot be uttered on uh, a family-type not program not such as this. this. Yes, um, but yeah. So this is what we deal with as forecasters. In that, and look, it always comes down to us. You know, it doesn't come down. It'd, it'd be really easy to just throw a model up on the air and say, there you go, folks. This is what, you know, this model says, and therefore that's how much snow you're going to get. It is up to us to take all of this data, interpret what we're seeing, Correct. and come up with a forecast. But, folks, I'm telling you right now, it is extremely difficult, up to the point of where I would almost say, sometimes one way or another is a coin flip. It really is. And as much training as we have and as much data as we have and as much information as we have, a lot of times it gets down to where you look at it and you go, this could really go either way. And it's a difference of nudging 50 miles one way or the other. You know? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so the track of a storm, which could, which can, like you said, wiggle or whatever, 50 mm-hmm. miles. Mm-hmm. Sounds like nothing. That's huge. When yeah. you're asking me on a Facebook Live, how much am I getting in Dillsburg? And somebody else is asking, how much are we getting in, um, you know, Perry County? Yeah, that's a great example. I mean, and that's 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 what we deal with. You know, for as good as we felt about our forecast uh, and, and how it all played out. Yes. Um, I did, uh, I did a pro-pick segment yesterday with uh, our friend Joel D., who lives in Lancaster. I actually suggested that he use you because 
you know. Yeah, because we were coming right off of uh, weather prediction. Right, yeah, so. weather, weather <laughs> prediction was good. So uh, it, let's see how he does in football predictions. So and, and that was fun. Yeah, thank you for that. Sports. And uh, but you know, he like he said to me, he goes, yeah, he goes. A lot of parts of Lancaster County played out, you know, the way you guys said. He goes, but at my house here, he goes, I think I had about ten inches, which. You know, he's more toward the northern end of Lancaster County. So, you know, it's never going to be perfect. You know, as, as good as you think you were when you go back and you look at it, look, there's absolutely no way that those stripes that we, you know, hand draw on maps that show how much accumulation is going to fall where. There's no way that's ever going to just be perfect. It's never going to happen, you know. So at least, you know, not in our lifetimes and probably not in the lifetimes of uh, any child that's being born today is that ever going to happen. No. And we've made major advancements, obviously. Yeah. In forecasting. Yeah. Um, and, and, I mean, computer models alone didn't even exist, you know, what, 40, 50 years ago. Exactly. So, but, uh, but yeah, that uh, it's, it's still, as they say, an uh, act of God. It is. And, you know, one of the things that always cracks me up, too, is one of my favorite comments. Because, look, I'm 50 years old, okay? So uh, I'm old enough here. I love when people say... 25. They, they, yeah, right. Okay. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, you're a little, you're a little younger than me. Let's put it that way. But look, and I was always, you know, uh, uh, I, I always had this bug. I was always like a news junkie. Like I was watching the news like when I was seven, eight, nine years old. I remember being a kid. I was watching 60 Minutes. You know, my, you know, my friends were looking at me like, what is wrong with you? But um, you know, I watched weather. I watched forecasts. And this idea that, oh, they were way better when I was a kid. You know what they did when you were a kid? They basically just said plan for snow. Yeah. They did, No, really. There was nothing where they t- they tried to give you amounts. Right. They didn't try to give you amounts by county, amounts by area. They said plan for snow that could be heavy at times. That's why the snow day was so fun because you didn't even know. You like, got caught off guard. You're totally caught off guard. Like, yeah. You're like, okay, oh, my gosh, it's still snowing. This yeah. is so fun. Like, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely and totally. So. You know, this perception or this idea people have, oh, they were way better when I was a kid. They weren't. No. Okay, they just they just weren't. <laughs> and they also didn't try as hard. So, you know, maybe we should just pull back and just go, hey, we think it might snow and just be done with it. I'm be done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Drop the mic, walk away. Look, I remember when I I remember this. When I was a kid, there were times in a newscast where there wasn't even a meteorologist. The 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 news anchor would oh, basically, yeah. It was like radio. The news anchor would read right. a basic, and I mean mean basic forecast, right. and maybe they would go to like a chalkboard that had like an H and an L on it right? with like a <laughs> magnet that had a snowflake. No, right. really. I mean, that's what it was like. <laughs> right. No, true. Yes. And they would go, you know, okay. Da, da, da. And then I, I remember there were like a meteorologist would come on, and they would stand in front of like the chalkboard, sometimes right with a piece of chalk. And sometimes, like, hand move the magnet. They'd be oh, okay, yeah. so the, now we think the snow is going to be here. And they'd erase Monday and write Tuesday. Like, <laughs> it was like you're in class. <laughs> right. You know? So, anyway. There the was whole, no animated skirt alert no, like it, we have no today. No, there was no skirt alert. Right, exactly. There was no, <laughs> there was no frizz factor for hair on humid days. Nothing like right. that. Um, so, anyway. So, uh, you, you know, we always say this, you know, it, it's so the, the world moves on rather quickly. The world has already moved on from that storm. Oh, totally. and now, you know, it's on to the next thing. So um, while well, we're still patting our back yeah, and tooting well, our horns, you know. <laughs> everybody else. All right, Stacy. Well, since you brought up patting uh, our backs, <clears throat> this is just for you. 
Yes. So, you know, we, we did predict a general 8 to 12 inches of snow with some locally heavier amounts throughout much of central Pennsylvania. And, to the north um, especially. And yeah, right. South, and, yes. and when we first put, first put out our totals map, that was done by me. Uh, that was done Monday morning. Yep. That was done in advance of some other forecast outlets in the area. We'll leave it at that. And uh, we never wavered off of that forecast totals map. That's the one we went with straight through the storm. And, uh, well, it wound up verifying. In fact, at Harrisburg officially, it was just over 11 inches. But in general, that's what most folks saw, 8 inches to 12 inches, a little less in some spots, a little more in others. And, um, boy, if there's one thing I really hate to do, Stacey, you know what it is? You know, I don't know. What is it? I hate to toot my own horn. But toot, toot. That was just for you. I know how much you love when I do that. <laughs> this is my favorite Steve Night line. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad that. I'm going to get you like a, I'm going to get you something for Christmas. Right. You know, somebody, yeah, like one of the, it needs to be like a, a like a, a doll, like a, a, you know, plush doll that's, you know, had a few too many Christmas cookies and a little too much eggnog. And you pull the <laughs> string and it's my voice saying that. That'd be pretty good, don't you think? Ooh, I guarantee I can get this done on Etsy. <laughs> Probably so. All right. So let's talk about where we're headed next because it's cold. Boy, is it cold. Have you been outside at all today, Stacey? Uh, it's awful. It is. Yeah, just walking in from the parking lot to – and I and I park right there up front because there's hardly anybody here. Right. <laughs> so oh, I'm just freezing my, my butt cheeks off, that's yeah. for sure. You know, we've had uh, wind chills all day, and you know, here we're recording this midday, but we've had wind chills all day in the in the teens and twenties. I don't see them budging out of there. Was hoping for a little more sun. Let's hope that some sun pops out here and we get some melting done. But not a lot of melting here over the weekend. Highs uh, Saturday mid thirties, Sunday probably uh, around forty. Could be a few flurries around. Turn our attention to next week. Uh, Much of next week looks quiet, but there's an interesting little system feature that's forming next week that right now looks fairly benign. You're going to go there? Well, I'm just going to throw it out there. I mentioned it it this morning on the air, so you know, got to go with it here. Uh, A week out, there is the possibility right now if I had to handicap it, here's what I would say. I would say there is the possibility that we could have either some very light snow or maybe just some flurries on Christmas Eve. That would be cool. That would be cool. That would be cool. Even the snow hater. Did you hear yes. her? She just said that would be cool. That would be cool. Well, it's Christmas Eve. I mean, by and large, uh, everybody's home anyway. You know what I mean? And in this day and age, especially, we're not really too, supposed yeah. to be traveling. So um, I think that would, you know, kind of set the mood a little bit. Now, right now, it's just, it's literally just a chance because it's going to be likely in the mid 40s on Christmas Eve. So the timing would have to be evening precipitation it looks like a clipper it doesn't look like much however there is uh, a couple of models that are bouncing around this clipper coming through and merging with dun, 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 an area of low pressure that would work itself off the coast tell me if you've heard this oh, story no. before <laughs> yeah. then we would have the potential for bona fide snow christmas day um, so I'm just throwing it out there that all I'm saying is like in dumb and dumber, I'm saying there's a chance. I was just going to say, you're saying there's a chance. I'm saying there's a chance. 
Well, that takes me out of my happy place and into my not as happy assistant news yeah. director place. Look, I'm not going to lie. I, mean, I do not want a big snow on Christmas Day because, you know, full disclosure wow. here. We're on the podcast. It's always full disclosure on the podcast. I'm supposed to be off. I know. Um, but I'm not going anywhere, obviously. So, you know, if the snow flakes do start to fly, you know, look, it's not the end of the world. It's just going to press me into service. What it basically means, Stacy, is that on Christmas Eve, I'm going to have to cut myself off from the eggnog by like 7 o'clock at night. I am literally sitting here picturing. <laughs> Did you post that on Facebook? You picture of you holding the moose cup? Yes. Did you? Okay, I good, because it's in the promos. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> people are oh, going to yeah. see that I've, there. I've got the eggnog so moose mug. I, I mean, I've, I've loved eggnog ever since I was a kid, and now I really like adult eggnog. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had it. Oh. I'm try it this weekend. Okay, well, you know, next year, post-COVID, because we are definitely going to be out of COVID by this time next year. I'm oh. just saying it now. Yes. Okay, so next year. Asked right. next year. I, I'm, I'm going to make you some adult eggnog. You will enjoy it. Excellent. Yes. So it, it, I don't necessarily want to have to cut off my Christmas cheer early to have to do a snow show <laughs> on Christmas Day. To get up. Yeah. But at yeah. least you don't have to travel far. Well, that's just true. It's only coming down to the living room. But here's the next issue. Um, it would be the snow would be a little bit disruptive to my family's plans. If I'm down here doing snow show 10 feet Aww. from the Christmas tree, a little hard to have any Christmas morning magic. <laughs> All right. <laughs> When I'm telling everybody to shelter in place in their rooms, right? You know, so or at Aww. least or at least we're opening gifts in between weather hits or something like there that. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, anyway, so we'll see. We'll you know we'll see how how all of that is going to wind up playing out. But I just want to throw it out there as a little bit of a possibility. So and we uh, got to track Santa that day. So we gotta... that's right. I'm so glad you brought that up because yeah. um, we are throughout the day on Christmas Eve. We're going to be tracking Santa. Uh, we have got Santa tracker radar. Stacy, I'm telling you, I have been I have been working on this. I've been like a little elf in Santa's workshop, it. in my own little weather workshop, tinkering with <laughs> Santa radar. And I will just say this: there are preliminary reports. Because I'm in close contact with the folks up at the North Pole who are putting together Santa's exact travel plan. But there are preliminary reports that we might first see Santa somewhere in the Australia, New Zealand area. I'm just throwing it out there. Okay. Could be where he's headed first. Could be. Smart. That's smart. But, you know, Santa, he likes to throw us some curveballs once in a while. So you might have to stop at a couple of those um, islands out there first. First, yes, they're right. Yes. Well, he's got to stop at the Island of Misfit Toys. That's the first stop. Oh, oh yeah. I think that's in the same vicinity. Right. So. Okay. Uh, you, yes. my friend, are like um, uh, uh, Will Ferrell. You're the tall elf. <laughs> <laughs> and You're the you, tallest elf I know. <laughs> and you know what you are, my friend? one you know no you're like you're like i think i know actually where you were you didn't come from the stork i i think you actually are a refugee from the island of misfit toys (laughs) you know (laughs) nothing about me has been more true than that line right there (laughs) oh my gosh i i played on this awful 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 baseball team when i was about 12 years old (laughs) Okay. And, I mean, we were bad. We were, like, bad news bears bad. We were just yeah. bad. It was one of those town teams where you just – you wind up 
being slapped together with a bunch of kids, and it just the way it worked out was we just had like there was me, like a couple other kids, and then we just there were a lot of kids that just weren't very good. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, th- this is so like nineteen. You could not do this in this day and age. Our coach, and this was like nineteen eighty two. He yeah. literally called us the Island of Misfit Toys. Did he really? Oh yeah, that's what he called our team. <laughs> he'd be like, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, that wouldn't fly now. No, not at all. He's like, he's like, all right, guys, we got of angry moms. Yeah. Oh yeah, we got to play the Tigers on Saturday, so you know, I know we're the Island of Misfit Toys, but let's try to do our best. <laughs> on T-shirts and stuff. Yeah. I look back on that now. You know, but of course, this was 1982. This was also a guy that there wasn't any drinking in the dugout, but like he did have cigarettes, like literally rolled up in his t-shirt sleeve. Oh yeah, you know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and like another dad was like coaching third base, like working on a heater in the middle of the game. You know, yes. that's great. Ah, <laughs> yes. oh, the good old days. Ah, the good old days. Okay, so one last thing before we wrap up here. Um, so I just want to. Little, little, quick, little, little mini rant, because even though, you know, we wound up on the good side of things uh, with this storm, by and large, um, a lot of other broadcast outlets did not. And so I've been seeing a lot of stuff that's flying around on social media, saw a lot of stuff that was flying around before the storm, Uh, some of it directed at me or directed at us. And, uh, you know, and here's one thing I want to say. A lot of people now, I've noticed, are starting to jump in and defend forecasters when it comes to, and basically saying, like, what do you, what's your deal? Uh, to commenters who right. are saying, you know, the, it, I'm just going to say this. It is the most tired thing in the world, these people that constantly get on and go, you have the easiest job in the world. You're wrong. Oh, yeah. You're wrong 90% of the time, and yeah. you get to keep your job. You're overpaid. You're this, you're that, and everything else. Look. Yeah, please. We're not wrong 90% of the time, okay? We just aren't. Number one. We right. just aren't. I would challenge anybody who comments that you're wrong 90% of the time to start keeping a journal. You know, when it comes to temperature and cloud cover, by and large, we're pretty much always within the plus or minus in terms of error. You know, exactly. we you always have a pretty good picture of what it is. The problem is that everybody just goes through life and don't doesn't really pay attention until there is big snow, which, right. as we talked about earlier, you know, really, really hard to predict. And that's right kind of the way it is and look we told you i wanted to fire off so bad on look we told you it was going to rain on halloween we told you that days in advance all of these areas that postponed halloween because of rain you're welcome right uh we told you that it was going to be so warm on thanksgiving even though it rained that morning we told you that it would stop raining we told you that it was going to get into the 60s we started telling you days in advance you know what Maybe you can socially distance and have some Thanksgiving with folks outside. Saw so many photos of people with their garage doors up. Uh Uh-huh. Picnic table in the garage. Or, you know, uh, speaking personally, uh, visited my mother-in-law on her back porch. Yeah. You know, and kept our social distance. She's in her 70s. You know what I mean? You know, so but we we physically were able to see her on Thanksgiving. Didn't think that was going to be a possibility two weeks out. We told you all that. Okay. Right. We're not wrong 90% of the time. Right. We just aren't. So stop. On. Stop. Right. That is the most tired, ridiculous thing to say. Oh, yeah. We've heard it before. Yeah. <laughs> it just drives me crazy. That we're come not wrong. Not, the, like, come up with something better. <laughs> yeah. Come at me with something better. And and yeah. the other thing, too, and I'll just say, and, and I've started to see people also fire back and say, well, if you think it's so easy, 
you know, why don't you do it? Well, you know, yeah. there I would say to these said people that were wrong 90% of the time and we still get to keep our job and it's the easiest job in the world, then you know what? Come take my job. Yeah. Come take my job. No, really. Come take it. You go and do the schooling. You go and, and do and everything. Right. And, you know, and I also don't want to hear anymore that we're overpaid. I don't want to hear it. We're not overpaid. Okay. We are, we are nicely paid. Okay. No, really. I'm not complaining. Right. But people have this perception that because they see us on television, oh mm-hmm. my God, they must just be obscenely rich and they're, you know, they're blah, 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 blah. No. I'm happy with where I'm at. Okay. Like, yeah. you know, I've got a wife and two kids and, uh, you know, we, we live. And in, you worked your butt off to get where you we are. Very, we live a very stable, what I consider to be middle class lifestyle. Uh, but come, you know, right. come, come see the palatial mansion that I'm doing this <laughs> podcast from right now. And, right. Uh, you know what I mean? right. and, and come look at the bills that are in the bill basket and come, you know, and have the discussions that my wife and I have about, like, again, I'm not complaining. But stop with the whole, you know, I'm just telling you folks, the the meteorology that you see on TV, on your local television station, I'm not talking about Jim Cantor. I'm not talking about Al Roker. I'm talking about us local folk here in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Exactly. We're not getting rich. No. We're not going to the poorhouse either. But, (laughs) you know, I mean, No, no, but again, and we, we paid a lot of money for school. Yeah. Also, to go and get these degrees in order to learn hard math things yes yeah there's a <laughs> lot, lot that be goes able into to it to do our job accurately right. way more than 90 percent of the time right there's a lot that goes into it so it just it just drives me crazy oh i, I shouldn't let it get under my skin but and i don't respond because i don't want to give any of these folks the the benefit of like because that'll just drive them i mean they'll be so satisfied if i actually popped off and responded but I, I like you're doing right now yeah well i always look at the podcast <laughs> as, as our way of like this is like you know behind the scenes a little bit or a little bit behind the curtain and a little bit more of a personality. So, um, ah, Stacy, I feel so much better. Oh, shake it off. Ah, Shake it off. I got that off my chest. (laughs) That's good. Ah. Now you can have a good weekend. Now I can have a good, where's the eggnog? Now I can have, yeah, a, now now I can have, have an eggnog. Well, wait, you got to do the noon in a half oh, hour. Oh, I got to do that's right. Then I have to do, you have the eggnog. That's right. I have to do the noon news in an hour. You know what? <laughs> if I did have the eggnog before the noon news, then 90% of my forecast might be wrong at noon. So. <laughs> Right. I don't. I don't want to give but these people would, any. But even ammo. then, you'd have to try really hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. All right, Stacy. Well, good catching up with you. And oh, um, the best. Let's uh, let's uh, let's uh, hope that any snow that we see fly next week is on Christmas Eve. Yes. And it's a peaceful little fun Christmas Eve snow, and it wraps up. But look, we're going to be talking about it all weekend and uh, into next week. So stay tuned on that one, as that could be. Um, our next one coming up. But hey, good job with the storm here this week, Stacy. You too, my friend. And kudos to Tom and Ed. Yeah. And it's, we said it earlier, it was kind of funny. It's, it was also a nice one where we were all on the same page. Yeah, we were. We're all individuals. We all sure. have, you know, our different, different years in, yeah. in doing this and right. things. And so we often, you know, disagree, not tremendously or right. anything like that. Right. But, it was nice. We were all on the same page, and so and uh, so again, Ed and Tom and you. You guys did the heavy lifting. Um, 
So good job. Yeah, it's you know it's it's like coming to a consensus, and and sometimes it's you know we always eventually come to a consensus. It's just right. sometimes it never gets heated and ever, but sometimes it's just a bit of a longer oh, no. discussion than others. And th- these were quick discussions. Uh, it was I was kind of amazed. It was like. You know, Stacy, you're like, yeah, no, and uh, Tom, yeah, I think, and Ed, you sure? And right. you know, I was like, okay, like we're all. This that was a quick discussion. Okay, well, yeah. here we go. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> which uh, always makes it. Uh, it's it's you know, it's always fun, but it's even more fun when when your colleagues are are looking at you and going, boy, yeah, we all just think the exact same thing. Boy, this is easy today. So, made it fun. Well, and this one was hard too because we were calling for significantly less yeah. than other outlets right. and you guys have to realize that we have our bosses and they don't have meteorology degrees. Right. Um, So they rightfully so would question why ours is different. Right. Why, why, Um, why are, why are ours lower than everybody else? And, you know, and, and look, that's a fair question. And that's, that's sure that we, we get paid to justify that. I mean, we don't get paid much, right? But we do get paid. No. <laughs> we get paid. And we certainly don't get a bonus because we got it right. right. <laughs> Wouldn't just, that be nice? Just kidding, folks. Just kidding. <laughs> All right, Stacy. I know you got a lot to do. I'll, I'll let you. And I got the new newscast to do. So uh, I'll let yeah, you go here. But uh, always fun chatting with you. And we appreciate everybody tuning in and listening to another edition of It's Raining Mets.